Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And this is ZD Donahue, a, a podcast that is well prepared for, right, yeah. Mallory? Well, yeah. It's... We asked for questions, and we've been reading them for two days, and now we're totally confused as to. Sometimes, Which ones to answer? Sometimes ZD and I will like interpret a question <laughs> yeah. differently. Like that's not what that says. And uh, yeah, I'm like, oh no, she means this, and you're like, oh, okay. And I'm, like, I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe she does. We'll oh, see. Oh no, I don't know. And then well, I put doubt in Mallory. So then we both are doubting both of our interpretations. That's even better. I asked for suggestions. Just you know, what what do people want to hear about in the zigzag group? And I think it was Denise who said sewing in sleeves and I was like oh yeah sleeve setting and she was like well really I meant like the fitting and I was like oh okay so she, right so so sometimes the term or the just the vocabulary can be and yeah. it can be right. different because you're communicating right. over social media right. versus um in person right. and so right. anyway we'll just see what happens right here. okay I have to look up I is it Nancy who asked this question because she has asked it before, and I have an answer, but I've never answered her, which is which is bad. And her question is, can I use the made-to-measure leggings crotch curve on a whoop? I'm sorry, it wasn't it wasn't Nancy. It was Denise. Denise. Um, so can I use? I think it was more than one person, but go ahead. No, I think Denise has asked it, and I'm so sorry, Denise, okay. that I haven't answered it before. Can I use the made-to-measure leggings crotch curve on woven pants? Right. It says she wants to like draft her own pants, you know, right. and 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 maybe use this. So let's just explain the made-to-measure well crotch curve real quick. And if you did draft your own pants, you would start similar to this, right? But there, Our, there's a there's you need more measurements. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our made-to-measure leggings crotch curve is based on a thigh measurement and a negative ease a little bit a little bit of yeah. negative ease 
and then it's based on a back rise and a front rise mm-hmm. measurement and the waist measurement. And remember, they're very close fitting. That's so right. she's asking, how do you go from this close form fitting? Mm-hmm. Right, to a trouser that could be a woven, correct? Yes. So I just wanted to let people know who haven't taken the class what measurements are used to draft. It's basically the top part of the leggings. Right. You know, from the crotch up. Those are the measurements that are used. Right. And so we have a little add-on. It was the zine in some month, which I just looked at, so I shouldn't have forgotten it. But uh, where we make joggers Mm -hmm. using... It was last year sometime, I know that. Using the leggings pattern, we add a bit of ease. We add in some more information. Right. We add in the hip measurement. Okay. So made-to-measure leggings don't even have the hip measurement Mm -mm. as part of the information. Right. We go by the thigh measurement. That's right. Oh, this is so crazy. Well, it's not that crazy because of the fabric. And so Denise is right on point saying, hey, can I use this for wovens? You know, so she's she is recognizing this would be different. That there's going to have to or something that if there's a transfer of information, it's going to have to be altered. That's right. That's Right. right. So with the made to measure joggers, we add in the hip information. We do not increase the rise. But we were still using knit. Yes. We were still, so we were u- still using a stretch fabric and not a woven. Which part of me, there were a few people who made the joggers, and I was like, oh, maybe they'd want to increase the rise. Just because mm-hmm. of how um, some right. belly and butt tissue right. were distributed on their bodies. I mean, like, uh, actually, I kind of thought about increasing it on mine, too. Right. Um, so anyway, the made-to-measure leggings pattern, I think, can lack some subtlety that might be needed for a woven. Well, especially if you're new at this, because do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And and now the curve, the shape of the curve, yeah, may work, mm-hmm. but it's going to have to be dropped. Yeah. Okay. There's you know there's just some stuff that's going to have to be done, and I mean here's where we get into that crotch curve thing that everybody gets. Yep. We're going to get into it again. Bizarre about, um, like. The what do we call it? The aluminum sausage or something? The crotch sausage? The crotch sausage, right? yeah. Right, which I don't understand. Okay, like I don't, I don't know how this works for people. I yes, I must, I must admit that it's not like I've ever taken a class from the person from the sausage maker. who uses the yeah. sausage. So I, I would imagine she must include some more information other than just that. Because you cannot take the shape of your, you can't just, in other words, if you could truly like slice yourself in half, right? right? Long ways. Long ways, right? The sagittal section or whatever it would be, I don't know. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you cannot just take that shape. Then somehow, and then just transfer it to a piece of paper and think that pattern's going to work. You have to have ease. Plus, the shape is not going to be a nice smooth curve. It's going to be kind of wobbly looking because, like, your belly comes well, out from your crotch. Well, this is my question. Yeah. I'm like, do they have you smooth over that? You'd have to. There's, if you didn't, you would have the most bizarre hanging garment. Right. They must have you smooth it out. So that would be good. Um, yeah, because you need that smooth curve uh-huh. to get the correct drape of the crotch. Right. And the crotch, again, 
we don't don't want this snug. We're not, you know, we we aren't making camel pants, right? We assume, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we're you we're know, assuming. <laughs> well, and you know, here we do. Here's where we come into some issues again. People are used to knit clothing. Yes. Okay. Yes. So then when we go to wovens, they don't get it that that woven crotch is going to hang below there. your crotch. There's going to be some room in there. Unless you want to stand up the whole time. That's right. Because so, you have to have an ease. So you have to have an ease in the length. Uh-huh. You know, as well as in the width around the hips. You have to have room to move if this is truly a woven. Now, you can, you know, there can be darts or pleats. Oh, yeah, yeah. All these all other things stuff. that can be added. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I have seen people... I can't remember who specifically, but I have seen people who've used the made-to-measure leggings to make pants. Yes. And, I'm and not, you're looking at one so, right now. Well, I'm, yeah. I guess I'm yeah. saying we are saying to um, Denise, right. like, maybe not, but we're sort of – we're doing it out of sort of an abundance of caution right. and, and also knowing how this could work. I think it could work for yeah. some people in some situations. I have drafted pants patterns many ways. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I guess my most recent – it's not on the market anymore, so I get – I. No reason to talk about it. But I know Nancy's Notions had a pants drafting kit at one time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think even Vogue had a drafting kit. So they give you this sort of block. Right. You know, they give you the pants block, and then you go from it. I have been successful with all of them. Right. Okay. They know what they're doing. All they're doing when they give you a block is sort of giving you kind of like this um pre-shape thing and then you sort of extrapolate from that's it. That's the that's the idea behind our drafting guides. That's right behind our yeah. drafting guide patterns. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So um I guess in the in the case of if you have not drafted a lot of these things, mm-hmm. I would I would find one of those kits or something. Right. I, and um like I said, the one that I Maybe we need to draft a pants yeah, maybe we need to come up with one because right the one I have, the one I use, is no is longer defunct. on the market. Uh, it's been off the market quite some time. I would say don't be afraid of the crotch curve before you've made a pair of pants. That's what I was just going to say, too. And this isn't directly to Denise. Right. You know, this is just in general. Um, Don't be afraid of the crotch curve before you've made a pair of pants. And pants is a big category are we talking right. about skinny jeans well are we talking about yeah. a trouser and, and here here we go again we're, okay we're, if we're really like some of these questions are too advanced t- to me too far ahead of themselves i mm. guess so if you want to draft a pair of pants you should be dra- drafting a pant sloper yeah a basic straight leg straight co- crotch Pretty semi-fitted, I would mm-hmm. say. You know, fitted to semi-fitted. So now you have the shape. Uh-huh. Then, then you go from there. And then you make, you know, do you want to add pleats? Do you do you want... Because if I was making that sloper, I would have darts. Mm-hmm. I would have waist darts because I would be making it to fit my body. Right, right. And so the crotch... One thing I said in this uh, was, you know, before this, these questions, but... Right. The crotch curve doesn't exist in a vacuum. It's not purely based upon 
the actual curve of your body. Right. Okay. It's based on other things. It is constructed using other things. Now, this can be a problem for some people. Yes. They will have to alter it. Right. And, And I mean, that's. Right. That's why we sew. Yep, yep. Because that crotch curve that you find in the department store mm-hmm. is off of a formula. Yep, yep. Okay? And maybe not everybody's formula is exactly the same, right. depending on where it's manufactured or who designed it or whatever, or if they're skimping on fabric or they're putting in, right. you know. They, they're, they're, but they're, they're pretty... What should I say? Quasi-general? Like, oh, yeah. They're, a lot you know, of people They're, they're very similar, okay? Companies, yeah. So that's why those pants don't fit you like you want, mm-hmm. okay? So, you, you know, ideally, you need to go from a sloper. Right. Um, and when like we Mallory say sloper, says, maybe we should maybe we should. Okay, and when we say of, sloper, you can go from a pattern. Go right. go to a pattern. You could you could go to a pattern. Just go you to could a go pattern. to a very basic pattern. Right. Get right? a basic pant pattern. It should have darts at the waist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, probably should have a waistband and should sit at your natural waist. Right. You could start with that and just start, you know, mm-hmm. do a muslin and and try and go from there. So our joggers that we made using our, um, you know, using the made to measure leggings. Right. They're these sort of flowing, still made out of knit pants. Right. So it's just not quite. kind of like baggy leggings. Right, right. A little sweat pant. Yeah. yeah. Joggers is such a nicer term than, than sweat, sweat pant. pant. Yeah. It's really, um, it's really a matter of, uh, you know, I think a but now, what, marketing what, what, there. There's, there's somebody who's got a product, Sweaty Betty. Oh, Sweaty Betty, I think, is a is a legging. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a and commercial then, legging. You know, sometimes... But I, I thought I think Sweaty Betty's cute. That's cute. That's cute. Um, you know, sometimes I think... We, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to say, yes, you can use the made to measure crotch curve because it might not work for any, everybody. Now but your Denise, measurement, what your measurement yeah. you may be using. Uh-huh. But Denise, I mean, I think you could, you know, try and test some of this out. So, you know, when people are making the leggings and then they get that extra fabric yeah. down uh-huh. there, right? Uh-huh. Where the baby comes out. Uh-huh. You want that in a woven and you don't, don't want, want it, it in, in a, a legging. Uh-huh. So that, you know, That's there right. you go. There's a, so everybody goes, what's this thing down here? And, and, and we, we say, say, scoop it out. Yeah. Yep. We say you're going to have to, you know, scoop it out and make, you know, get rid of that extra fabric. Where if that was a woven, you wouldn't want it scooped out. That's right. And it would lay differently. I made those Jenny trousers, which are like a high-waisted trouser with a, not like a extremely dropped crotch, but a crotch that isn't right up against my body, like a pair of skinny jeans. Like it's not touching the crotch of your underpants. That's right. That's right. right. So um, any, like my thighs meet Within the pants, because yes. when I put my legs you can together, feel it. Yeah. right? Yeah, okay. I understand what you're saying. A lovely visual for you all. You are welcome. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, and the, I'm sitting here with her. It's I great. Know, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that crotch curve is different. Is it what everyone would want? And when I sit down, there's like some extra fabric in the front a little. When bit. you sit down uh-huh. in a woven pant that fits properly, you will see little creases. Yeah. You know, where you crease. Yeah. I mean, it's... And then I stand up and it's smooth. Right. And then I, you know, so I do think, I was just talking to my friend Quinn about this, you know, our societal knowledge of how wovens fit. Right. 
some of is it disappearing. It's disappearing, and yeah. I don't want I don't want to put a judgment which is call not, on that. Which isn't good or bad. It's yeah. just that you know, as nits have developed, we're all in heaven because they have recovery. They yeah. don't wrinkle. You know that you can pack them in your suitcase. I mean, they have become more practical. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I don't want to. I feel like. Sometimes certain people will be like, oh, well, everybody just dressed in spandex. And I'm like, I'm not judging anybody. I love spandex. Yay. Well, I think, I, I think too, when people think spandex, they're thinking everything is like skin tight. And you can make a garment out of knit that has spandex in it that is not yeah, skin you, tight. You can, there's all these options, right. you know, and then, or you can make them skin tight or whatever you want. Yeah. But yes, I think that just a lot of people, maybe my age, uh, and younger or maybe maybe even a little older than me we've all, we've grown up in like stretchy clothes stretch pants and sports bras i mean i can't yeah. tell you how many people i've costumed that have never had anything on but a sports bra and <clears throat> in my judgment a sports bra that does not fit them right right you know, they so just my- like Sort of sling something around their boobs and think they're held still, so that's good enough. Well, maybe yeah. it is good enough. Well, for them. no, it is. If they like well, it. Well, they're happy. They're, yeah. That's what they know yep. too. You know. But so yeah. Once again, no judgment calls on that. But right. then we start I'm to saying get it's into, my judgment. Yeah. Yes. So I so. mean, I judged that it didn't fit. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. Well, and from you were, my from my from my perspective. And you were supposed to be judging it because you were costuming them or whatever. I was you supposed know. to be making their boobs look like they're out of the 50s and not the 90s. That's right. There's so a difference. We have all these changes in aesthetics and everything. Right. But then it's like there are these throwbacks now to styles that were made in other fabrics. Right. And people are unaccustomed to them. Right. Right. You just, know exactly. So. Yes. So anyway, Denise, I'm I'm so sorry we gave you how this confusing way confusing is that, Denise? Answer. You can you can like you can try it. You can uh, say all the bad things you want about us now. For, um, Denise is such a supportive member. Um, so I just want to say thank you. Yeah, I well, and the thing is, is I think Denise is very capable of doing this. Oh, right. But what you what I would suggest, knowing what I sort of know of Denise, is like you said, get a pattern or get one of those kits, whatever, and. Make yourself a sloper. Try to try just, to get that one pair, that basic pattern, and you can go so far from there. Yeah, see I what mean, happens. When's the last time I bought a pattern, Mallory? Have you ever? Yeah, uh, you know. Well, and we have a lot of patterns. The, well, actually, I the last patterns I bought, uh-huh. or I would say, I I don't even know when I bought a pattern last, but I would say the last ten years I was buying patterns. Oftentimes, I was buying them sometimes just to see how someone did it. Yeah. Like it was, well, you know, or maybe it was I needed a big mutton sleeve okay, and I didn't want to draft it or something like that. Let me say this. What you see, the difference in what you see between the M2M leggings is the M2M leggings crotch curves um, on, you know, the front and the back. They look very much like a like a J. Yes. Okay, where... Obviously, it doesn't go up again. And what I would you know? ca- call them, like, more extreme or yes, deep. more deep. It's yes. like you've got this right angle, and there's just yep. a little a whisper of a curve mm-hmm. there because of the stretchy nature of the fabric. And then when you look at a woven pant pattern, okay, you get this more slanted. It's a shallow, more shallow. Yes, yes, it's more shallow. It's more gradual. That's why some people, when they make the M2M crotch curve they, they don't go too deep much enough fabric. because they're used to that used visual to that. of it being shallow and so why you're getting that shallower look is because it's 
the pattern has incorporated more measurements, more subtlety. Right, right. right. And more ease. Yeah, and more ease. And, yes. more, and more ease. And for a person who wore many a woven pant as I was growing up and in my adulthood, the last thing you want is that seam like going up your up, seam. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's like Guys, the most uncomfortable thing. I don't thing. know if I have ever worn like a woven pair of pants in my everyday life. Like, I think maybe when I was little, we had some jeans that weren't scratchy. I used to make you, like, silk pajama pants kind of thing. Okay. But, you know, those sure. were a very relaxed That's fit. different. Right. Yeah. Okay, maybe woven PJ pants. But I grew up wearing stretch jeans. Yeah, you did. Is what I wore yeah. all my life. You grew up with knits. Stretch I jeans. remember making your baby clothes out of all these knits. And I made a lot of wovens for the other two girls. Well, and then fun fact, I made those Jenny trousers, and they're meant for a woven. And I was like, well, no, thank you. And I made them out of stretch twill. Right. You know, right. so it was, it wasn't. That, because at least there's a give uh, to yeah, it. Yeah, I just yes. enjoy the way it yeah, feels on my right, body, right. you know. So anyway. Okay, well, let's take a little break and come back and answer another question that kind of corresponds. We cur- we curated the questions a bit to this issue. Oh, Denise, I so hope you don't. Yeah, Denise, like, I hope yeah, you don't hate have us nightmare- now. nightmares <laughs> about me now. <laughs> thank you for your question. All right. Edie, wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SoHere.com slash leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com slash leggings and get started today. Sewing out loud. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. All right, this next question is a good question. I think we may have covered some of this material before. Material. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a good question. When can you use 
non-stretch stitches on a knit is the question. Well, you can use them anytime you want. But you can, no. <laughs> if you don't expect that seam to stretch. That's right. Okay. So that's the that's, short answer. That's it. Yeah. That's the short answer. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's go into this a little bit. What's a stretch stitch? What, you know, what... Well, what is your basic one on your regular sewing machine mm -hmm. would be a zigzag. Okay. Okay. Now, when we say zigzag, it's probably not the setting that you're coming up with. Right? That's right. That, that pops up on your machine when you just go to zigzag. Yes. If if you have, if that's the kind of, now, old machines, you had to do your own settings. The more, you know, antique machines. Newer machines, you will go to a zigzag and it will say, like, it's a, on your stretch menu, maybe, or something. But it's still going to be too wide, okay. probably. Yeah. Okay. The, the stitch that ZD and I would use right. to seam up a knit on a sewing machine, mm -hmm. I don't see it as a default anywhere. No, I don't right? either. Okay. That, not if it's a zigzag. That's right. right. Well, but wouldn't you? Well, no, no, no. But I'm thinking like a like the triple stitch or something. It may have okay. the right setting. But ZD, would you use the triple stitch? To seam up a knit? I could. I but could. But would you? Yes. Maybe on something like um, some sort of workout gear that I wanted a oh, really, really? St really sturdy seam on. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Uh -huh. Maybe. I, I think like, I've done that, actually. But, I feel yeah. like our kind of what we like right. to use. I, I haven't recently. Let's put it that yeah. way. Right. What we like to use is sort of a wobbly zigzag. Mm -hmm. So what it's, it's I like that lightning stitch actually. A you lot. like the lightning uh -huh. stitch? Yeah. I think I also think a lot of the stretch stitches that I see on sewing machines are all set too short. Yes. I most of them Don't I believe agree? are too short. Yeah. They need to go up higher. And because <laughs> well, you know, I mean Obviously, the sewing machine company doesn't know exactly what you're sewing on. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I like to sew on some really stretchy stuff. Yes. Okay? So, if it's just, you know, if, if it's not going to stretch a lot, right, maybe those shorter settings are okay. But when it's set at a 2 or a 2.5, yeah. you know... I don't know. I think I, a lot of people's but frustrations. But the width is an issue, yes, too. Yes, it is. It the is. width is usually way too wide. But if someone's using that triple stitch, you know, there is no width to that, right? right. Um, I know there's a triple zigzag. But when people are complaining about their sewing machines not handling this, right. I think a lot of time the problem is it's, they, too, it's too short. It's too short. So the, I think so, The too. fabric's not progressing through the machine. Well, here's what I think happens is it's not that it's too short a stitch. It's at that. The fabric they're using is not feeding well right. at that rate with the feed dogs. So they yeah. need to move up their stitch That's length right. to a four, but they may be only getting a three out of it. Because, and I think this happens on some of the lower end machines, and that's right. where a lot of people are starting out for yeah. good reason, but a good hack or a good trick right. or a good way to deal with this is to try and lengthen that stitch. Yes. And again, you have to test these stitches. I don't... Mm -hmm. I have been sewing for a million years, everybody. I'm a hundred million years old. <laughs> and I've sewn a million garments and I test my stitches. I test my stitches. You know I, I mean it who who were we just looking at? That it, Ann Pearson who did stretch and sew? Yeah. And this profile on her is like Was she nineteen sixty four or something yes, like and, that? Yes, and she's yeah. deceased. But um 
they, they were I like think cheap. she started out like in the 40s sometimes. They, yeah. She taught America to sew on knits yes. is the thing. And then I thought, yes, absolutely. And now I think, oh, my gosh, the word, the term knits. Well. Now. There were like two kinds of that's knits. That's right. Exactly. You know, exactly. And, and, you know, they used to tell you to stretch your knit as you sew. That's right. We don't do that anymore. There's And there's so many different types of knit. I'm looking over okay, at our. And some of those knits she taught you to stitch on, they don't make they those don't anymore. They don't exist. They're so horrible. I'm looking over at our fabric supply library, the fabric library, and I see a stretchy, like, quilted sweatshirt knit. Right. Okay. I see a rib knit that has cats printed on it. I see scuba knit. I see. Where's a rib knit with cats? I want to see that's, that. You made, you made, you've made something out of it. Those underpants? Yeah. Oh. It's like a rib, it's like an interlock kind of thing. I didn't know that was a rib knit. Okay. okay. Um, and then. I wear those underpants all the time. Go ahead. And then another rib knit. Okay. And then a cotton lycra. Right. I see swimwear knit that's kind of thin. I see some kind of thicker swimwear knit. I see and that ITY stuff. And what about all the knits with all the metallic finishes yep. and things like that? I see like mesh that. over there. So now there are so many knits. So that's why ZD tests because she's right. adventurous. She likes to buy all the different knits. I do. And then she will test your stitch, especially on a sewing machine. Okay, we work with some super reliable magical sergers right. that I think – actually require but less testing probably less mm. testing the baby lock surgers are are really right. truly amazing right um but it's not that i don't touch test my links sometimes That's correct. you know or 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 also there has been occasion when i want a certain effect and i'm like i'm gonna make most of this on the surger but i'm gonna go to my sewing yes. machine to top stitch yep. this or i'm gonna go to the cover lock to him this yep or now sometimes it's it's for design element. Yeah. Sometimes it's almost out of the necessity to make it look nice. Right. Right. You know, um, I know some people have trouble with a cover stitch. I'm having a love affair with mine. I don't seem to have much trouble with it. I must still be on a honeymoon, but it's been a really long honeymoon. Um, but I do use different threads sometimes. Yeah. You know, I use a stretch thread or right. something. Um, also, you guys, sometimes it's just in the hands, like how you feed, how you know not to feed, how you know how to support that fabric well, I as so- it goes through. And I sometimes like to zigzag elastic after I've surged it or even zigzag it and then finish it with a zigzag on the machine because there are fewer threads. I do that. A lot of times, yeah. like in Zelda's swimming suits, yeah. especially because little so kids, everything's so small. You know, I might surge elastic on the leg opening, and then when I turn it and flip it, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want cover stitch. I don't want a cover stitch with all that thread. It's actually It's bulkier. okay on my leg uh-huh. because my leg's 40 times bigger than hers. Right. But sometimes I'm like, I'm just doing a nice little zigzag okay, here. Okay, so let's get back on track. We... And <laughs> I do a long length zigzag. Yes, okay. Long, 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 I, long, the long. biggest mistakes I see people do when they're complaining about why doesn't their zigzag look good is it's too short a stitch length and if you want to see zd demo this there's been a couple of zigzag broadcasts about finishing like leg holes and necklines and things on knits there have been quite a few uh in the zigzag group so i call them leg openings Leg, I, leg hole. I did call it a leg hole, I think, but see, a leg hole sounds weird to me. Like there's a hole in your leg. Yeah, like yeah. you got like a hollow Absolutely. leg. I agree. Yeah. I agree, but I still say leg, leg hole sometimes. Uh, so 
Anyway, those are stretch stitches, okay, stitches that stretch. So you're going to test, da-da-da. So if you are using a knit and you want to know if you can use a straight stitch, mm -hmm. straight stitches, that's not a stretch stitch, okay? No. Straight stitch doesn't stretch. Uh, you know, there are some decorative stitches that don't stretch, I guess. There are some decorative stitches that do stretch, though. Right. Um, I would say let's picture one of those sort of, cocoon or waterfall cardigans mm -hmm. the waterfall not the cocoon so much i guess right. the hem on those it's completely free that's right it's not any place that has right. any stretch you could try a straight stitch there. yes you can easily hem a, a lot of hems. top stitches yeah a, a hem if it doesn't have to stretch over the foot or stretch over the head or stretch that's over right. the hand or stretch over something yep there's nothing wrong with just now you might not like how it looks, depending well, on your knit either. Yes, exactly. So this is this is right. a good thing to test because sometimes that straight stitch doesn't give the knit the and chance to. And it won't to, look straight. Right. And it won't look right. straight because knits don't give right. as nice of a sort of foundation. But you know what you can stitch. use there? There are other stitches like that chicken scratch. Yep. Uh, I call it because it looks like a little chicken foot. <laughs> this is you where know, there are other stitches. There are decorative stitches that stretch. Uh huh. Um, blanket the blanket stitch looks good sometimes. This uh, is where you can even I mean maybe not on that particular you know example, right. but this is where like woven bindings and woven right fabric applications can be used right. on a knit because it's not a place where it needs to stretch. Right. You have even finished off the necklines of t-shirts. So I I put a woven, woven. I put a woven um what do I bias band, bias band, band, uh -huh. bias band on a knit t-shirt. The sun neckline now you want your neckline to be big enough to go over your head so it doesn't have a stretch. So my head's like about a 21. So I make sure my neckline's at it, least a 22. Three, yeah, okay. and picture like a boat neck, maybe <clears throat> right. or something. And it doesn't even have to be no, that it big, really. No. It, it, but but I, and then I flip it back up mm -hmm. and I top stitch it. Yep. And sometimes I top stitch it with metallic or something that you know is a design. Right. Sometimes I zigzag it. That's right. Sometimes I decorative stitch it, but it no longer has to stretch. Right. So, when can you use a non-stretch stitch with knits when it doesn't have when to it stretch. doesn't have to stretch now when mallory was talking about the waterfall or whatever mm -hmm. you might think oh well this side seam doesn't have to stretch mm -hmm. right what you have to think of is if it's going to drape it the seam may need to stretch because the fabric will drape and the seam won't uh -huh. and you'll have a funny look yeah i would say that on a garment on a knit you know, on a knit garment, right? Most of your seams, and someone you know, had mentioned something about sweater knits, and that would be a case where a straight stitch, a non-stretch stitch, might not be a good idea. Right. You probably have to let those seams stretch, even if you're not putting it over a body part. Right. You know that makes oh, that this, essential. This is probably a question that'll come up, and it's come up before, but. When I use a stretch woven, I treat it like a woven. I do too. Yes. Like when you make jeans, do yeah. you use a stretch stitch? No. 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 Because your seam is not stretching. And most of the, I mean, it's stretching a little bit with, but, right. well, you, what you meant by that more was 
I guess there's not most of those patterns that are drafted for stretch wovens have enough ease in them where you're not it's not like you're making a pair of leggings so see how this is apropos to the first question everybody okay you know (laughs) I'm I'm bringing it around well all of these principles so but it's a good one to bring up I think when you're making something and when you're following someone's directions and they tell you why the reason they're telling you why and what to do is because that's what works and that's what worked best for them in that instance. And you may want to sort of put that in your memory bank and go, ooh, this worked well because of this and this and this. Right. Right? And like I say, once you know the rules, then you can then break you can the rules. Break. But you got to know them first. Yeah. A stretch twill is going to have, like, much less stretch than what you'd use to make bathing suit you know absolutely the the fabric is not going to need the flexibility so that's why you have to use stretch stitches on knit is because that seam is going to stretch a lot and what the stretch stitches do is they stagger the points where the threads come together so that the fabric can still stretch so the reason you want your fabric to still stretch can can be for a couple of different reasons but if you have a stabilizing stitch and then you go and that seam needs to be stretched, what's going to happen is your stitches will pop. Yeah, your stitches will pop. Might not pop the first time, but it will eventually pop. Now, I have a question for you, Mallory. Oh, great. When I was growing up, I wore a lot of bikinis. I liked them a lot. Uh-huh. And they were all made out of woven fabric. How the heck did I make those fit? And how did I wear them in the water? And they had to be uncomfortable. Well, yes, all those things. Well, and you tied them, so they had ties. Some of them had ties, yeah. yeah. They had elastic, you know, encased so you in had the ease. woven. You had ease in your swimsuit. Well, you, know, you must have had a little bit of ease. I had there had to be how, and then you yes. and then you encased elastic. So yes. now our swimsuits made out of the super stretchy fabric. A right. lot of times won't have ease. They'll have negative ease. I don't remember them being like bubbly. Like I'm thinking, I I well, of course a lot of times the bikinis you fit to the widest part of your hip. Right. Okay. So that even though there was elastic in there, there it wasn't got stretched a out. lot. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, there wasn't, you know, it like got big puckers in. or something. Right, right. you weren't wearing, like, baby bloomers or right, something. Right, right, right. But I'm just, I was just thinking about that. Oh, my gosh, all of those woven swimsuits I made, I just, well, I can't imagine, I, I guess it's good I was young and I didn't know some, they were uncomfortable. Some people sort of, they want to go back to some more natural fibers and the wovens and everything. Rubber is natural. ZD is <laughs> Rubber like, is natural. Put me on the train to Lycra Town. ZD is all about, she she just freaking loves her hey, spandex. I, <laughs> I have been through, I have been through my life where I was linen, linen, linen. I wore linen dresses every day to work. I had linen pants, you know. And uh, now you're in your spandex phase. Yeah. And yeah. I had to iron those suckers and yep. all that. I'm just, Liking the knits and liking the, the lycra, liking the lycra. Well, I got the, I got the, but I mean, I just think though where things have advanced to and how fantastic it is. Yes, yes. No, I, I mean, I enjoy me some knits too. Now, of course, there are concerns over like synthetic microfibers getting into our water system and being in fish and stuff like that. So there are valid concerns, but ZD and I love our spandex. So you're. Hopefully we can make a environmentally friendly spandex 
someday. Right? Right. I, I assume. Yes. Mom's like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, those are our two Q&As from today. We got a lot of questions, so we'll try and incorporate these into some other episodes as well. And ZD, uh, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,